episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, Huh? They made how many of those movies? They made two. And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. I am Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Tyler Hymanson. And... Elizabeth Helley. And we are back and starting a brand new franchise for you guys. The sequel to our first franchise. Yes. We ourselves have become a sequel... <laughs> This oh. is going to be our Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> but enough with the... Oh, we should have picked a different franchise. <laughs> enough with the preamble here. Uh, I'm sure you probably already saw, since you probably can read the episode title. But we are looking at the Problem Child franchise. Which, there are three films. Unf- which, shocking to me. Well, yeah. yeah. So this is from the 1990s. Uh, 1990, 1990 is yes. the first one. If you want to watch along, uh, I am a '90s child. Yes. Oh God, we're discussing. <laughs> <Bring that back. laughs> yeah. We're all '90s. It's a podcast uh, bring it in. back yeah. about the '90s. <laughs> um, but yes, if you want to watch along with us, they are all currently on HBO, available for streaming. The HoboGo and the HoboGo Net. Or perhaps Hobo Net. you have them on VHS or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, watch along if you'd like. Watch along, and then listen along to the podcast. Well, listen either way. <laughs> well, yeah, totally. It's more fun if you watch the movie. threaten the listeners. <laughs> listen either way. <laughs> uh, so, Problem Child. I believe I saw this movie in theaters. Yeah, I was going to say, have any, of you guys, uh, have any of you guys, what's everyone's history with the movie? I you believe, saw it in theaters. I Tyler. believe I saw it in theaters, yes. I saw it uh, last night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For the first time ever. You never saw it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I saw it on TV. Maybe more yeah. than once, but it, there are a couple things I definitely remembered being stuck in my head was that uh, the party, party, girls' birthday party scene. And then I also had stuck in my head a scene of them drinking Pepto-Bismol, which is apparently not in this movie. That might be Maybe in the not movie. in this franchise. But I for sure thought they were going to drink Pepto Bismol. <laughs> That's like, a weird thing to interpret. I, I, like, I can't I know. wait. For that I can't Pepto- wait till they drink that. <laughs> no, I think it's because poop. I was so <laughs> horrified by that that it was like burned into my memory. You didn't drink Pepto Bismol as a kid. Well, like that. when I was <laughs> ill, but not for like. In your memory, what, okay. Well, I don't want to get into this Pepto Bismol thing. That's not. That's not. That's it not must be another po- series. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We'll see. Where that they're... might be for Here Be Monsters. Um, I have no if you guys idea. know what she's talking about, email us at sequelrights@gmail.com. <laughs> Unpack my psyche. You know what? I we want to hear your Pepto Bismol. If, if it was 1990, there's no way I saw this in theaters. This is an yeah. Abs- you were this four. Is, this is say. this is absolutely a blockbuster. Uh, uh, rental. I was it like, could in have been blockbuster. I was like, yeah. in yeah. Gardeners. It was, it was, yeah, it was absolutely a blockbuster. And it's rated PG. That's right. And so I don't think it, it was, was probably right next to the Page Master somewhere. And well, Page I watched Master. It oh yeah. I, I, Too I, bad uh, there's only one of those. Well, Can't watch it. <laughs> if you eat at Pizza Hut, you got like Page Master things. That's what I remember. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So why don't we just like uh, get right into it and uh, talk about Problem Child. <laughs> Kids, they're the hope of the future. You two really must have a lot of fun together. Yeah, these little rascals really make life worth living. But Ben and Flo have a problem. Are you absolutely sure there's no hope? Oh, none whatsoever. Florence, why can't we adopt? Okay, let's get a kid. 
Okay, you want a little baby. Well, old babies are little. It's no problem there. Just this morning, I came upon a seven-year-old. A smartest attack. A little rambunctious. But weren't we all at that age? <laughs> oh, he does look very presentable in that little bow tie. He's evil. All right, so having seen the movie, it does seem like this child was a problem. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Don't die in a fire. That's my review, you guys. Have a good night. God. Uh, so, I feel like... Did you like this movie? Have, have, uh, the 90s were a different time. <laughs> they really were. I I, uh, I remember enjoying this movie as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, John Ritter. Always delightful. Yes. Always delightful. Hello, mo- John Ritter. He's the best. The movie... Oh, he's almost successful in making a complete dick, but we can get into that later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I found it a weird experience. I felt like it was the, the quintessential, like, well, first of all, I found it the quintessential experience of, like, going back to a movie that maybe you liked as a kid that you should have gone back to. Right. We, this might be a thing that we get into, so I don't want to get too far into it, but, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or, or <laughs> things, was... things that you really loved, or, or that you had a fondness for, and then you're like, oh, like, this is, yeah. this I was, is different than I recall. I was thinking the same thing, actually. I was like, I didn't see this till just now, but if I would have seen it as a kid, I probably would have been like, this is my favorite movie. Because <laughs> it's basically just, like, a kid being a total dick to, like, everyone around him the yes. entire movie. Yes. I'm probably the opposite. I feel like I hated it when I was little, and now I was like, oh, okay like there were things that I liked about it but when I was little I was like a, probably a complete goody two shoes and so I was like that movie's horrible like yeah. no child would act like that you know, like we're great kids deserve rights no kids know, wear like... bow ties <laughs> that's so unbelievable do you, think that, do you think that party boy Chris Pontius got his look from problem child because there's <laughs> there's some points in this movie where he is shirtless just wearing a bow tie potentially <laughs> Uh, I actually thought this movie was pretty funny. I don't know. It is. There are so many parts. <laughs> yeah. Because of the, uh, the sheer, like, m- like, manic ridiculousness going yes. on for most of the movie. Um, and just, like, I don't know, there's some really hilarious lines, even if they were some that were super insensitive. There's some things that are mean about this movie. Yeah. Like this, and, and when you look at the kind of talent involved and people are there, like, it all kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh. The it, director, who's the d- director is... Den- Den- David or Dennis? I think it's David. Dugan? David Dugan. I yeah, I thought it was Dennis. Uh, Is it? It's, I'm look it it's up. double D. Anyways, uh, he's an Adam Sandler, frequent Adam Sandler yes. director. He's he is. Uh, I believe it's possible that he might have been nominated for the most Golden Raspberries as a director. Oh snap! <laughs> for his Jack and Jill, and oh. uh, uh, but he he did direct Happy Gilmore, and like so, this is the kind of blueprint for. I mean, a lot, and Big Daddy, and, and a lot of these. Adam Did Sandler's. he do Big Daddy? Yes, that one he has did heart. Do Big Daddy, okay, yeah. all right. And and you're right. It was Dennis Dugan. Yeah. David Dugan, totally different. Guy. <laughs> What's David Dugan? What about do? me being right? Oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> God, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're on the entire other side of the table. How am I supposed to hear? Jeez, whatever. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, so it's kind of this weird blueprint of like getting you ready for that type of humor, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the only way that this. Sets up a franchise because it is such a singular story. Unlike American Tale, where we're talking about how you know it's it's a retelling of fables of a new land. Like that makes sense. Like you could you could franchise this. This is such a singular story. It's silly, <laughs> and like the fact that there's two other ones are just 
I mean, I guess we'll see. But <laughs> at the moment, they just feel like implicit cash grabs. Oh, yeah. I'm I sure. was really struck by, like, how is this a feature film? I mean, I guess it was the 90s, but nowadays you would never have a feature film that was, like, so over the top like this. Like, uh, even the whole PG comedy has sort of died out. There are still some, but Nine not lives. very many. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, <laughs> there are probably others that preceded this, but I think this kind of sets up a lot of these movies with a, you know, kind of precocious kid who's messing with adults and there, there are many more before and after, but, uh, I don't, this now, like the beats of it and the tone almost reminded me more of like a Disney Channel original movie or something. Not the inappropriateness, but like just kind of like the silliness and the over the top, like this would not really be a feature. Well, I mean, there was, there was a whole genre of that and maybe it's something that, that has been taken over by, by TV shows and Netflix, but it's like. You get your rookie of the years. You get yeah. your, you know, there, there's there's lots of kids misbehaving movies. You get your blank checks. Yeah. You know, you get those. The, the, it was a whole run of those type of movies. Right. Yeah, for sure. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, those are like, that's the that's, only that's, that's one, right? I can think now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's legitimately funny people in those movies. Like, right, I think yeah. that's, that's probably the, the exact analog. Of yeah, that except that's more like... The kid is the one getting messed with instead of the kids That's messing true, with yeah. everybody. But yeah, uh, I just don't like there. I don't think there are as many PG comedies now as there were in the nineties. Yeah, at least. it's like if yeah. it's like you take Dennis the Menace and turn him into like a potential serial killer. Which Dennis the Menace with Walter, Walter Matthau came out after this movie. I think so. Right? Yes, probably. I know because that's uh, when I first saw Jurassic Park. We were supposed to see Dennis the Menace, but it was sold out. <laughs> but Dennis. <laughs> And I was and I was very scared. So wait, you saw Jurassic Park instead? Oh instead, because Jurassic Park had been out for like That's the right choice. That, like that, this is this is like a much longer story, but <laughs> oh like, like Jurassic Park had been out for like months at that point. Right. And then I was like, oh yeah, you can go see this. And my brother's like, yeah, Jurassic Park. And I'm like, that movie's PG thirteen. <laughs> I'm five. I'm scared. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was not allowed to watch Jurassic Park in theaters. So. No. And then it was horrifying. Then I was like, oh my god, movies are incredible. <laughs> um, okay, well. We're getting, we're getting sidetracked from the, yes. problem, the problem child at hand. It's alright. Um, what did you guys think of the titular problem child? I One of my first notes is like, God damn, I'm going to have to watch a Mac for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I immediately was like, man, he is, his voice is <laughs> real annoying. Yeah. And it almost has this, like, this really bad, it has, so there's this narration element to this movie, yeah. which I bet gets completely dropped going forward. I hope so. Uh, and, but it's almost like a Blade Runner recut where it's like, <laughs> we need him to say, like, funny things over these scenes that maybe rang a little bit too serious. Well, I like the, like, the narration would be like, you know, these long, complex sentences. And then all of his, like, uh, anytime he was speaking on camera, it was just like a one-liner, like, well, you shouldn't have touched that thing. Yeah, I think, uh, I, uh, I think, I think Dugan was not, um, I, I would say that his, his work with child actors improved by the time he did Big Daddy. Well, this was his first film, I yes. think, right? Well, yeah. and that was two kids, too. Big Daddy? Yeah, it was the Sprouses, you know. Yeah. Zach and Cody. Right. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> cricket. Cricket. I cricket. I, I, was like, I was like, there's lots of kids in this movie. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. It was twins. It was twins. I, 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 I saw some kids. Famously, Zach and Cody. Okay, anyways. 
Um, yeah, in the beginning, I mean, I felt kind of bad for the kid because when he was, obviously when he was a baby and it shows him getting dropped off in the Moses basket at various houses because <laughs> nobody wants it. Which I thought was pretty funny. It's so sad though, but. It's funny and there's a great sight gag of him sad. getting too, and too big for the <laughs> for basket. The basket yeah. Yeah, I know that, yeah, that was my but favorite But the part. things he was doing there that was getting him thrown out was really like not too much of a fault of his hold, and then. Hold I on. mean, yeah, what? He, drive, then, he drives a tractor through a trailer home. Yeah. Well, yeah, as a, as a laugh. And he feeds, that, he feeds I mean, detergent to a cat. Animal cruelty. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he knew what he was doing, but the, when the baby pees... The, the narration makes it very clear he that he says like, he's doing. Oh, you look like you're hungry. <laughs> detergent in the I water. Yes, but when you're that little, I mean, do you even... Yeah, I but you're a problem child. Yeah, so. but like when, the, when he's, he's first... clearly a problem child. I, I, my, my first note is pee jokes and animal cruelty. We are literally in minute one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like peeing in a lady's face, like I what haven't all little boys done that at some point? I mean, were they? Probably. I'm sure, but there's not a narrator saying I was conscious of doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I think he's narrating no, during that. No, he did not narrate the piece. Yes, he I did. Think he did. did. I think oh, he's yeah, narrating God. from the beginning, and they're right, like, going right. to take him to, and like, he's and, like, open wide or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, like the, it's 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 a. Oh yeah, a, he narrates from the very beginning. He's like, here's my mom dropping me off. Yeah, like 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 yeah, like not a, not a bad night, huh? And it's like a super <laughs> yeah. rainy night, and then like they drop him off at a mansion, and then progressively the place he gets kicked out of is worse. Yeah, yeah and he yeah. ends up in a trailer park, and uh, and then drives a tractor trailer through that trailer, which finally lands him in the orphanage, right. where we establish that he's a rabble rouser and annoying the nuns, and you might say he's a problem child. <laughs> and so <laughs> you're done. <laughs> it's the last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I can't. Still, I still thought that he was somewhat endearing, even to that point. The moment that he lost me was when Gilbert Gottfried comes and is like a social worker, and is the nuns are trying to say to Gilbert Gottfried, take him away, and then the kid just starts like railing on Gilbert Gottfried, being like, "You're a dick," like and imitating him, and like it was so weird. Like were, it seemed to shift. I mean, the time quickly. before that, uh, before that happens, he goes, "I I wonder if penguins can fly." Yeah, and, and then he throws a nun out. The and, you were, yeah. and you were fine with like him taking photos of the nuns while they're in the shower. No, no. <laughs> well, you just said he was endearing, so oh, he's taking. I still thought well, because the whole cafeteria. The shit. Oh, oh, so it's so adorable. No, he posted I, them online. I still felt bad for him. And the it was like because the whole cafeteria scene he didn't really do anything wrong in that scene it's yeah, just no. kind of like this food's gross and it flew onto the ceiling which wasn't really his he's goal. basically Paul Rudd from Wet Hot American Summer in that scene <laughs> so yeah um, when he went off on Gilbert Gottfried it just seemed like such a tonal it just seemed out of place like well it's just it's a weird thing of Gilbert Gottfried running the adoption agency telling the nuns what to do yeah <laughs> I thought was, that was funny yeah. and I also no, no, no. felt <laughs> like it is funny I felt like the kid was really badly directed in that particular scene too like uh, it, it, it was just like I like when he's like he wants to be a boy nun <laughs> yeah he wants to be a, that's basically a nun in the suit he wants to be a boy nun that's a terrible like Impersonation, but now Elis, do your Gilbert Godfrey. We all, we both I did it. Don't need to do Gilbert Godfrey. Like, I, uh, if we ever watch Aladdin, then I'll do Gilbert <laughs> Godfrey. <laughs> um, okay, so then this brings in John Ritter and his wife, who right. 
want to Wait, watch it. They, 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 Little Ben a, and... Oh, God, yeah, the doctors... No, there's a, there's a hilarious prop comedy scene <laughs> no. in, a, in a gynecologist's office. No, it's, it's horrifying. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but it's like this clumsy doctor with... Uh, the clumsy doctor. Uh, with a, a, like, three times model... Three times... <laughs> I don't know how scale works. Uh, of 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 like floating tubes and like and he's being super of all clumsy. the lady stuff. Of you all know, the lady stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> Vagina parts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my last name's Hymanson. I know these things. Uh, um, and <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and and he does this thing. Basically, John Ritter's wife is is infertile. Positively infertile. Positively <laughs> infertile. No, negative is a good answer. Sorry. Positive oh, is God. It was, it was, <laughs> it was excruciating. I mean, this guy, it was so, I was like, they would have been better off with, like, Dr. Spachemin from 30 Rock. Like, that <laughs> that's guy was worse. That's what they were going for. It was so awful. Yeah, like, okay, that's so, why he was funny. I don't, I used to watch a lot of Bravo reality shows, so I've seen actual IVF, like, appointments thousands <laughs> of times on these shows. Right. And so seeing this was like, Horrifying because he basically told her like you have no ovaries and your fallopian tubes are brown and yeah, no, no, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have this. Yeah, I mean, you, we don't need to describe the whole scene. It was fine. It was great. Uh, it, it's it's also it was high, not funny. It was horrible. It's also highly insensitive, but. I mean, again, the nineties were a different time. Yeah. I don't know. Like you could not even have that scene now, even trying to play it for laughs. It is like so insensitive. <laughs> like it was bad, but. Uh, I was like, was there's probably a similar type scene in sure. Knocked Up or something. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but um, they, they, it's suggested that they adopt, and you start to realize that this wife is a horrible person, uh, and so she doesn't wear used clothes, so she won't get a used kid. And, uh, said, yeah. Yeah. She does say I that. don't wear secondhand clothes, and I won't have a secondhand kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, kid, secondhand. But so it becomes clear that the wife really only wanted a, a child for status, and she's jealous she that she's not being invited to other kids' birthday parties yeah. uh, at the fancy mansions in the house. Well, it's because literally everyone else in the movie is either has a kid or is about to have a right. kid. And uh, also, this movie is like super anti-adoption. It is. <laughs> Every it's, character it's, is like, ew, gross, you're adopted? Yeah. Ew, you're going to adopt a kid? That's gross. It's a really <laughs> cynical movie, and which gets yeah. into like like John Ritter's character. And, and, like, and when you get into like... The writer, uh, the writing team on this movie, like, uh, um, wrote some serious things. Like, they they were the creators of, uh, uh, one of them was the creator of American Crime Story. I think they're both. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, and... Because they're, they're like a writing team. They're a writing team. And, and some movies that, that, People versus Larry Flint, like, that have a political bent. Yeah. And so, it makes a little more sense why this movie feels a little mean-spirited. It is funny. Uh, but at times, like, ooh, like, this is, like, kind of cynical and mean for a kid's movie, although it being funny, but getting into, uh, uh, kind of the, the secret funny behind this movie is John Ritter works at a, his dad's sporting goods store, mm-hmm. which is basically, like, if Jack Palance owned, <laughs> owned, like, an all-American sporting goods store, but it's called Big Ben's. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody calls John Ritter Little Ben. Little Ben, yeah. <laughs> but like, like just like the the ignorance that is implicit of Big Ben's All American Sporting Goods <laughs> is really funny. Yeah, there's even like a replica of Big Ben. Yes, outside. Oh no, yeah, store. it's it's really funny. Yeah, it's. Uh, and then uh, and then the, the, so they get in the store, and basically what you find out is that is that 
Ritter's father, uh, uh, who's also in Dirty Work, and I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Warren. Warder? Warren. Jack Warren? Warden? Jack Warren. Jack Warden? Warden? He's the, one, he's the one who has the biggest credit in the uh, opening, right? I think yeah. so. one credit that takes up like an entire Yeah, screen. yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I like how I, like, he's from Dirty Work. Like, he's been in everything. Um, uh, but he's basically, he owns a sporting goods store and he's running for mayor. And there's this whole subplot of, of him, like, that John Ritter is too nice to get a promotion and to inherit his lands. That's right. Uh, and he's like, well, I, I wanted you to, like, to be more cutthroat. And so it's this whole setup of where, like, everything in this movie is, is everyone's capitalist and gross. And, and John Ritter's like, I just want to be a nice guy and adopt a kid and have a boy and be a dad. And everything kind of is set up against him. Mm-hmm. Um and, and it's it's sweet and endearing, and because like he's like the everyman that you enjoy. That's yeah, right. I think in the beginning though, John Ritter did kind of have some selfish reasons for wanting to adopt a kid. He just kind of was like, "I want to like go camping and have the experiences that I see everyone else having." But then he realizes that it's not about him; it's about the kid. And right, and uh, well, he and it wasn't it wasn't entirely selfish. It was no, like, because he, I mean, they like, couldn't in, have a in, kid in the either. store. There's a kid who like comes up to him and he's like, "Hey, Mister, do you work here?" And he's like, "I sure do." He's like, "Do you have a canteen with a compass?" <laughs> yeah, on it? yeah, right. And like, and he'd already when they were sitting in the uh, uh, before the the prop comic gynecologist uh, scene. He's like, ah, Henry, like Hank, like that's a good name. Uh, and then this kid's name Hank, and and it's it, right. it's it's it, it's he's idealizing him as a father. He it's was really great. Like uh, the whole like the first two thirds of the movie, I was like, John Ritter's character is the best. He's the <laughs> nicest guy. He's so cute. He's so sweet. You know. And I guess we can talk about he remains sort that of way throughout. What happens in the third act? But, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they they adopt the kid. The grandpa doesn't like it. The wife doesn't like him. Um, the neighbors. The wife likes him until he abuses the cat. Yeah, which you know that he sets a fire. Number one sign of serial killers. Uh. Um, <laughs> what well, it is? Kids yeah. that like torture animals. That's like that's true. The number one indication of who's going to end up. We've a we've, we've left out. Uh, speaking of serial killers, yes, oh, we left out a crucial detail. Michael Richards is, is in this, this movie. movie. <laughs> Speaking of serial killers. Speaking of serial killers. I mean, he's, he's basically acting like Kramer, but this is pre-Kramer. I mean, he's, no, he's, he's more like um, uh, Stanley Spagoski in UHF. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's still kind of like, like a spazzy a, character. Yeah, he's a spazzy character. I mean, at this he's point, got his, like, in 1990, is he doing Seinfeld at this point? Yeah. I think it's before Seinfeld. If, if not, I think it's like right then. I don't know. I feel like the pilot of Seinfeld was maybe 89. Look it up. Um, but he's has no Look connection. Look it up, Campsy. Look it up. Bah, bah. Michael Richards <laughs> is the bow tie killer. But he probably yep. filmed the movie before he was yep. in okay. Seinfeld. Yeah. So he has no connection to the actual characters in the plot. The kid just sees him on TV being arrested when he's uh, in the orphanage and he decides to... Um, it's there's Take a pen, on there, the there's, bow tie. There, no there no there's a pen pal <laughs> well yeah class. yeah <laughs> all the other kids are writing to uh, famous celebrities the queen did, and Bishop did you ever do this did you did you guys ever have to write letters to celebrities I don't think so uh, I don't think so we had like actual pen pals where we would have like a pen I don't pal think I did that country. either I wrote letters to Jackie Chan huh good did choice. He did they actually did. mail? I got I got a headshot. I got a signed headshot say. of Jackie Chan. Oh, nice. Did they actually it's... mail your letters? Because yes. in this movie, they actually mail his letter to the jail for <laughs> yeah, some reason. They do do that. I don't know why they, they do would do, do that. that. 
and 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 yeah, and it's a it's a weird like 1920s Coen Brothers jail. Yeah, yeah. Where even though even the even the warden is scared of Michael Richards because apparently like the, like what the movie's not shying away from is like this dude has killed people. Yeah, for fun. Yeah, he like it shows lots. him saying, "I did it for kicks." Yeah, he's but the, the bow tie. Ki- killer. The reason that the kid identifies with the killer and decides to start wearing the bow tie is because he sees him say on TV, like, I'm not really bad. Like, you guys just don't understand me. And the kid's like, that's what's going on with me. And so I'm going to wear this bow tie for the rest of the movie. (laughs) Um... So basically, basically, what, what, where we, where we're at is that the nuns are like, we want this kid out. Uh, yeah. Oh no, we were, they've already done. Yeah, we already did that. So they adopted him. They adopted him. They give him a bedroom full yes. of terrifying, horrifying clowns everywhere. This was one of those horrible lines that I have to admit that I laughed really hard at. Okay, go ahead. When when like they open the door and it's like all these, um, it's like the most insane room of clowns you've ever seen. There's like clowns moving yeah. there's clowns on the wall there's clowns everywhere and like the kid in his dumb voice like the first thing he says to go he goes oh god they're retarded <laughs> <laughs> and i i was and like you like and i laugh i was like i feel like such a terrible person but i laughed so hard i had to pause um, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, like it's a terrible thing to say but it just like I don't know, his line delivery there was, like, so deadpan. Yes. That I was just like, <laughs> wow, okay, that was, like, the best thing. Um, uh, so, and then, uh, yeah, and then that's when they have Big Ben come meet the kid, and yep. he's immediately, like, the only person who's like, this kid's horrible! Yep. Get rid of this kid! But he really says that before he even knows he's horrible. He's like, he might be a Democrat! Well, no, that's not <laughs> true. He goes upstairs, and then the room, the is, room on is on fire. fire. No, true. even before <laughs> no, that! No, no, no! yes! Before no, he, that, no, 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 he's, like, he's against adoption. Yeah. Right? Right, right. And that, like, for, yeah, he's against adoption, and then he sees the kid, and then, he, like, the room's on fire, and then he's like, he's like, oh, it was an accident! And then he's like, I call bullshit. Like, yeah, like yeah. you're lying. But he yeah. was already being an asshole before that and the kid heard it. And yeah, that's why he set true. the room on fire. I don't... No, he hated yes. the clowns. No, no. He overheard the I grandpa... I don't think he did at yes, all. Yes, he did. He overheard the grandpa saying bad shit and the that's gra- why the he grandpa, set the room The on grandpa fire. was making fat jokes about the wife at the time. Oh, right. Because yeah. he was like, like, oh, a boy that's gonna be good for my like electoral campaign? I thought you were putting on weight. <laughs> yeah. No, the kid definitely overheard the conversation, and then he decided to set the room on fire. And uh, then after the fire, he throws a cat in his face. Yeah, he does throw a cat in his face, and then and then an, a geriatric old man falls down a flight. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's fine. He gets pulled away in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. And you see the cat has, like, his own... The cat, uh, no, the cat has, has casts on his yeah. Immediately. But it's like... Who put a cast on that cat immediately before the grandpa was even taken to the hospital? I don't know. No, that was an after. A vet? No, it was it was like a cut from like yeah. him going in the ambulance to the cat. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. Either way. They have a really good vet. <laughs> Let's move on. So, so now we camping. meet, uh, well, first we meet Lucy. Oh, yeah, the invite. Little Lucy, who uh, gets uh, pretty much forced by her mom to invite. Uh, the best actor in this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little Lucy who has to invite uh, Junior to her birthday party. But she was already being like a horrible person. Like she was like, "You didn't even have a baby yesterday, and yeah. now you have a seven-year-old kid. That's gross." It's <laughs> yeah. like, what? What is it's gross about that? Like, so big, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> so yeah, well, she gets worse. But anyways, she's forced to invite him. Um, 
And then the camping trip happens? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What, wait, so, like, the one thing that we skipped uh, is is this camping trip. Um, like, the, there's there's this thread line for John Ritter of wanting to go on this camping trip. And John Ritter is the coach of this little league team. And, like, he's just, like, he's getting, like, 30 run ruled by this other team. And, but he's, like, he's, like, ah, oh, like, like, we're, like, just go out there and win, have a good time. It's just you showing to be a good dude. And then the rival coach of this team is just shit-talking him the entire time. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I guess they're frenemies? Right, and they live, like, next to each they other. They live, like, next to each other because he ends up going on this camping trip with the with the coach of oh the Little God, League team. Oh, my God, I didn't team. even realize that was the same, same guy. Same guy, yeah. yeah, same guy. All white people look and, the same. And fun, fun fact about, about the teams, it was the Braves versus the Chieftains, which... Good times. <laughs> Welcome to 1990. Oh, <laughs> man. So, so they, so it's this dude who just like makes fun of him, but John was like, oh, this is my buddy. Like, we're going to go on a camping trip. Yep. So they go on a camping trip, and it basically sets up this hilarious scene. I know I keep saying hilarious, but I mean, I thought this movie was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> they, they set up this scene where, like, uh, I don't know if the guy. I think his name is Roy. The yeah, other, the other guy yep. that they went camping with. I was like, I was like, is Roy his friend? <laughs> <laughs> so Roy has six kids already. Yeah, and then the wife's pregnant with yet another. And they share Roy at the base going before showed him a photo of a fetus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and the kids are like sitting around the campfire singing really lame camp songs. And Junior comes and just straight out whips out his dick and pees all over the fire in front yeah. of them. Uh... And then go ahead and talk about... Oh, I was going to say, it set up this yeah. awesome scene where, like, Roy is in the tent with um, with Lil Ben. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Lil check ben. out this awesome bear costume I have. It's so great. I'm, I'm, I'm going to scare bear. everybody. Ha ha ha. And then, like, a little bit later, you see that um, while this is happening... Uh, Junior is like with a fishing pole and some like a raw like piece a hot of steak, dog, yeah. Is like oh. luring a bear, a real bear, to yep. the campsite. Like yep. he's pulling it towards him. He tracked it. He found it. Yep. He got a steak. Put it on. And a fishing it actually, pole. for a split second, it, I, I don't know how they shot that scene, but like it looks like he's walking right in front of a bear with some meat. It's a trained bear. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but still, with a kid, that yeah. seems scary. I okay. mean, the insurance, like, <laughs> the insurance was yeah. High. So anyways, he throws the meat into the uh, campsite, and the bear comes walking in, and everyone freaks out. Oh my god, a bear! And they all run and hide in the car. Um, and uh, Except for John Ritter. Except for thinks... John Ritter, who thinks it's a fake bear, because of the bear costume we saw earlier. God's perfect idiot, Josh Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> and so he like is going, oh man, come on, whatever. And the funny thing is here, the bear starts attacking him, and... Even though it's a real bear, <laughs> in the movie, it switches back and forth between a, what is obviously a, a man dude in the bear costume, <laughs> fighting him like, <laughs> like that, and uh, it like flashes between a real bear and this guy in the bear costume. So here, here's, here's a very <laughs> important question that, that I have to ask about this. Is is this a meta joke? Because <laughs> if it is, of... it's fucking hilarious. Because there's no... Cause... And if it's bad filmmaking... Also hilarious. I think it's yeah. It had. I think it, I feel like maybe it had to have been because like, I think it has to be because it's so obviously yeah. a dude in a bear suit. Yeah, it's and like they the bear on the hind legs for a second, and then it cuts back to the guy who's just like I'm a bear suit. <laughs> but that was funny. I don't really care how that scene resolves. But I mean, it doesn't. It does not resolve. <laughs> just the just the cutting back between the real bear and the fake bear. It's then, really funny. It's 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 yeah. just objectively funny. But like the movie frames this guy Roy as this great dad, but I say that no, they don't. scaring Well no, like 
Because he John had a Ritter, super dad hat. Yeah, John Ritter's like looking up to him. He wants to. You this, know. That dude sucks the entire movie. No, I know, he's like, but he's, he's like dick. super dad. His kids are all kumbaya. That, I mean, that, that is a legitimately funny thing where he's like, ah, oh, now you're a dad. You're part of the dad club. Put on this dad hat. <laughs> Roy gives, gives John Ritter a dad hat, and then Roy's wearing a super dad hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still got a one up in. You know, like your friendly neighbor. I was, I, I was like, dad, super dad, uber dad. That's right. <laughs> but, like, even when he introduces the idea of the bear suit, John Vitter's like, oh, that's so funny. That's such a great idea. Like, that's a horrible idea. Like, who would do that to their yeah. children? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea if there's not going to be a real bear involved. No, that's fun. <laughs> oh, God. You it's just you, like telling You didn't go to Boy Scout camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Girl Scout camp, because I'm a girl. Uh, <laughs> is there a weird fart joke in this also? Like, where, like... John Ritter's climbing into the tent, and they're just like, play a random fart noise. Oh, well, it's because their campsite was right next to the... Oh, the, the porta potty. I see. And but the like, it's the like, time where, like, where he's bent over, like, crawling into the tent. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. The kid was like, great campsite that your friend <laughs> saved for us, huh, Dad? Because well, they mean, took not, the better spot. Dad, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's like, this Nothing whole like thing. the smell of fresh air, and the kid goes, and porta potties, or whatever he says. <laughs> That's basically what he sounds. There's this whole thing. I, that I think <laughs> what this episode needs is more you doing the voice. I'll do I'm it. not even fucking kidding. I'll do it <laughs> if I have more lines. John so, John Ritter wants Junior to call him Dad. That's like right, a, right. Kind of That's a thing. Line. Yeah. So the um, well, actually one thing that we skipped over, I think, before this is that uh, uh, I, I, have, I have two things that I want to discuss that are not about the plot at all. Um, a uh, his wife. I can't tell where this kind of, like, money-grubbing, archetype, red-headed wife comes from. Like, it seems like it's straight out of Beetlejuice, and it's just like, that's yeah. the mold. But, like, it's kind of like a Married with Children thing. Yeah, and, like, it does kind of... look like Married with Children. And so, like, it's it's kind of like, I, I don't know... And, and, like, in 90s is kind of the... Like, 1990s is kind of the tail end of that. And right. so it's kind of... I don't... I, my instinct is that it's Beetlejuice. It's got to be before that, right? Because why would it be funny in Beetlejuice if we didn't already? Like... I don't know. I don't remember. Because I it's played by like one of the funniest actresses. Or... <laughs> That's true. Um... But yeah, she is like this this archetype of redheaded, money grabbing, like um, right. leopard print all the time. Yep. Uh, you know, cigarette, it's like it's like you, it's cigarette your... pants with the belt around. As the, soon as you, know... you see her, you're like, I know exactly who this is. Yeah. Like there's nothing. She doesn't have a shot of being a decent person in this movie. No. Yeah. Um, but there's something that I think is actually really funny of, of, and, and it kind of plays off differently later, but there's, there's a point where it's, it's a joke against John Ritter of where like he, like Junior's like walking around in the house and like he's closing up drawers. Oh yeah. And, like, and she has basically like, like, <laughs> he's sexy, like sexy fireman like photos and in every drawer, in every drawer, yeah. which is really funny and also like good for her. But, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you also, like, get the sense that the marriage is not good right from the beginning. Uh, oh, in the doctor's, like, yeah. It's fine. Like, in the doctor's office, he's like, you had 0% chance of getting pregnant. She's like, so we've been having sex every day for no reason? Yeah, and John, John Ritter's like... The first two acts of this movie are, like, an, like a shrink ray pointed at John Ritter's dick. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. that's wow. what it I mean, is. a lot of the movie. Like, that's, yeah, yeah. Most of the movie, that's what's happening. Um... But uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought that there was like for for as as mean spirited movie can feel. There's something about that moment that that's that's not um, um, 
know, yeah, she can have she can have sexy dude like magazines. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. yeah, why not? I mean, later she she commits adultery. That's that's not. That's, good. Yeah. I thought that was pretty shocking. <laughs> yeah, actually. I was like, spoiler what? alert. <laughs> <laughs> this woman's crazy. Um. But let's get to, let's get to my favorite sequence of the film, and probably the most iconic. Although I was reading in those articles that uh, it wasn't even it was added in after. Oh really? Oh, I cut. couldn't tell yeah. by the way that she was cut in there. No, 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 no the entire party was added in. Like, oh, I guess. Wow. supposedly, I don't know. That's what. Okay, that so a couple said. things about this part. So okay, so they get to this party. That's what the wife wants. We learn two things, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A. Also, I actually want to have a conversation about uh, uh, the music licensing. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, there's some great songs in this movie. Yeah. Uh, not it's, great. It's there's just a, all, like, major There are some expensive songs in this movie. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, all but, the really most obvious songs. Uh, but, you no, know, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like, it wasn't a music supervisor. It was just like, what do you think? That's the one. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that Junior, we, have we established that the kid's name is Junior? I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay. Has an incredible throwing art. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I think that that goes plays into that this was cut in afterwards because there's a lot of inserts and there's a lot of like montage footage that this scene is completely assembled like a music video. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Which I thought it worked really well though because it's sure. kind of like uh, he goes to this party and he's just kind of like standing around everyone like Lucy who the is the birthday girl is kind of being mean to him. No, she's being super mean. Yeah. She told all the other girls not to talk to him and said, he's not a real kid. He's adopted. <laughs> That's right. What the F? And she's like, like, you can't go outside and watch the magic show with us. I yeah. would have slapped that little girl so hard. I mean, come yeah. on. Ugh. So then we get like this awesome montage to the song, It's My Party yeah. by Leslie Gore. Leslie Gore, sorry. Um, Greer, where, uh, <laughs> where we just get to see Junior just wrecking havoc on the entire party. Like, he's putting firecrackers in the cake. He's, like you said, throwing her presents in a pool. Well, no, that's the reveal. Like, that's the thing you see here. Oh, that's true. just, like, throwing presents. Like, there, there's, like there's lots of shots in this movie where Junior throwing something. Cut to it spinning in the air. Pay off where it lands. Right. It happens... I think maybe five times. I think the most devastating thing he does is put a sprinkler on in her room. room. In her room. <laughs> her Which room. I was like, oh my god. That's another what thing that is like burned into my memory. So, <laughs> so that all, ruins everything. all of this is happening where the legitimately funniest thing in the movie happens. Yeah. Where uh uh Ritter comes in and and he sees that the junior's been left out, seeing this girl's been really mean to him. And and Junior's planning to play this whole thing up. There's, it's a really honest and true moment where mm-hmm. he's like, ah, magicians are dumb. I don't want to go out there. Like, he's yeah. just trying to say, you know. And you can tell he's heard about by it. And and John Ritter does this great thing where he's like, you know, if I give you something, will you will you promise to keep it safe? And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's this sweet moment. <laughs> and and he takes he takes this it looks like a pebble of some kind, hands it to Junior, and says, you know, like this is something my grandfather gave me, and. And he's like, oh, what is it? It's a prune. A dried it's out a, prune. A hardened prune. It's a hardened <laughs> prune. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, my grandfather gave it to me. He was saying about that point. I think he thought it looked like Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> that is the funniest thing. Like, that, and that is objectively, legitimately fucking hilarious. Yeah. It seems sort of weird, though, because they had that touching moment. And then he goes on the rampage. Which was kind of like... Right. like there was no... 
<laughs> like, no. there should have been another it, no, it thing that well, triggered it, it, him it, it, to go into the rampage. It pay, I think that there's uh, somebody said, like that happens, and then somebody says something awful to him. Again. I don't, yeah, no, I, don't I don't think so. I don't really remember. I think he just is kind of like, oh sweet, I'm gonna go do something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. So, I don't really anyways, remember. but the rampage happens. But yeah, uh, that prune thing is is like it, it's kind of like that's the heart of the movie where it's like it's a, it's a sweet thing, and there's this absurd joke, and like that I think is is. If there's more of that in the second movie and the third movie, I'll be all for it. I have zero hope <laughs> doubt, of that. I doubt I it will be. Yeah. Um, Alright, so let's kind of move things along here. We get to uh, check back in on the Bowtie Killer, who escapes prison. Yes, he escapes prison by killing his psychiatrist. I yep. think Jason did that in uh, one of the movies, didn't he? In front of the That's 13th. for a different podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was in, uh, in one of them, for I'm sure. I'm sure he probably did. Yeah. But he escapes, and uh, he's on his way to Cold River, which is where they live, apparently. Yeah, he, yeah, he thinks that, that Junior, uh, through his pen pal ship, that, that they're both cold-blooded killers, and they're about to go on a spree. Well, because the joke is that he doesn't know how to read, and he was right. having the other prisoners just read him snippets of the letters, and so he didn't get the whole thing Yeah. it. Oh man! Um, so then we get a scene where uh, we're back at the uh, yeah. son, of dork. Son, son of dork, son of dork, son of dork. Sorry. Well, well, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess it's that after is the, that. That is they, the next scene. Yeah, it is. We're we're at the uh, little league field, and uh, one of the kids like goes down or something, and Junior has to get up to bat. Right. As a pitch hitter. But they have not told him how to play baseball or how yeah. baseball works. But John Ritter's like, you could do it, son. Like, it is a horrible idea. So he fails, like, you know, multiple times. And the catcher is, like, saying, oh, your dad's a freaking dork loser. Like, Yeah, they're, oh, they're all talking loser. shit like baseball kids do. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, John Ritter comes up and says, just hold on to the bat. And he goes... Yeah, that's right. Just hold on to the bat. <laughs> Something like that. That was a, that was worse yeah. than the last. Yep, yep. <laughs> He's you, like, tur- you turned into a 1920s crime boss. But like, in a way, he was like, just hold on to the bat. In a way, it's better. Yeah. Uh, he's ridiculously choked up on the bat. Yes. Like it's it's insane. Yeah. Well, so yeah, they never taught him how to bat. <laughs> basically, what happens? There's is, not enough time in this 80 minute movie. In this, yeah. <laughs> basically, what happens is he goes and assaults. Everyone. Ten, ten yes. children. He beats the shit out of them. Luckily, <laughs> since it's PG, it cuts away it to just like uh, their gloves and hats flying in the air like, oh! Yeah, and you, you hear, hear this, like, beating psh, noises. Psh, psh, and you see the crowd <laughs> going, yeah, oh, He, he no! rounds the bases bat in hand and kicks the shit out of them. <laughs> out of every yeah. baseman. Yeah. Which was amazing. I mean, but if you didn't know how to play baseball, you might think that's what you were supposed so, to do. He but he also, was sitting there the whole game. So. Yeah, that's, that's not... No. No. I didn't know how to play baseball, and I just had to go hit it off a fucking tee. Like. Yeah. He makes it all the way around, and, like, since the catcher was being oh, the yeah. biggest bitch to him, he, like, <laughs> slides up and, like, hits him in the balls with it. The bat, the bat really hard. And then he goes, touchdown, touchdown. Touch Which touch is legitimately funny. Because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know how to play baseball. The entire <laughs> audience is silent. He's just going, touchdown. No, touch, there's touch. adults hanging to the fence, scared yeah. of him. And Everyone is, got scared and ran yeah, away. And this is the moment where John Ritter finally starts to crack and he's like, we're taking him back. He's like, we've adopted Satan, he says. Yeah. <laughs> like, with, with these, like, dead eyes. That is the thing he says. <laughs> well, so first they go to confessional. And the very next scene, they're in the church, yeah. Yeah, they go to confessional. John Ritter jumps in the booth. The kid is in the other side. Little does he know. Oh, right before and, that, though, there's another amazing line when he 
they're they're in the they're in the church and he runs into that kid from the from the um oh yeah from the sporting goods store <laughs> yeah hank. it's uh, hank. hank and he's like oh hey you're the guy from hank? the store the sporting goods store hey we had such a fun time camping and he cuts him off he's like blow it out your ass <laughs> <laughs> No, it takes a lot of work to make John Ritter an asshole. Yeah, and this movie does he's it. He's so likable. Yeah. It's so weird, yeah. And so, in the booth, he's just, like, yelling at the priest saying, I don't know what to do, you know, I just wanted to have a son and be a good father, and, like, I just don't know what to do, and Junior's crazy, and blah, blah, blah. And Junior's listening to all this, and John Ritter finally concludes, I gotta take him back to the adoption agency. And so yep. he runs out, and Junior's like, wait, no, don't do that! And then they, uh... Go to Gilbert Gottfried's office. And they try to return him. But then they... John Ritter, like, is such a good guy that he... Once he realizes what's happened to this kid, he's been returned, what, 32 30 30 times? 30 times or something, or something like that, yeah. Uh, they didn't John Ritter's like, we need to just love this kid. Like, let's be... The, he's like, yeah, let's, do, let's do the hard thing and, and, you know, there's a lot of problems in the world. Like, it, it, it is like, a... Oh, I thought it was a good scene. I thought that no, was a really it's, good it's, scene. It's, no, it's an incredible scene. And yeah. It kind of shows... It, it it makes sense that these dudes went on to have a career and like and that the the humor in this movie is actually not mean although the movie is feels mean spirited it's not mean spirited it's, yeah. it's saying that the world is a mean place yeah and like I thought that was John Ritter's best scene for sure uh, but then like <laughs> then it just all comes crashing down like in the next scene yeah like basically. They decide to keep him, they run out there, but Junior's pissed off, but they left him in the car with the keys. So he starts driving away, John Ritter's on the hood of the car, it becomes a thing, <laughs> he crashes into the sporting goods store and destroys it, Yep. and then John Ritter finds out that he lost all his money because his dad took his life savings to pay for the damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because stores don't have insurance. No. No, uh, and this is this is when he goes. He starts to like John Ritter starts to go in this like catatonic. Life. Yeah, he like completely goes crazy. <laughs> he like cracks. He's he. There's a point where he attempts. The, like it's actually a pretty harrowing shot where right. like Junior's sleeping and then you see like just legs standing on the bed <laughs> and you're like, oh, like that's interesting. And the reveal is John Ritter's holding a home sweet home pillow. Yes, and he's about to and smother he looks this like he's shot. Like, yeah. freaking out. Like, I'm gonna do Which it, I'm like gonna that do it. to me was. So out of character, even in that catatonic state, I was like, that, uh, yeah, it, it kind of lost me at that point. Yeah. I was like, I don't know that that's funny at all in any I thought, sense. I mean, it's, yeah. it, no, it, it is funny. I mean, after all he's been through, I think like he Murdering would... your child? You're, you're in a movie where he is a pen pal with a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. and, he's, and he's driven into a plate glass column of tennis balls and he's like... I'm fine. Also, although, yeah, although it's the next so obviously a dummy when it comes through, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that stunt is hilarious. I just think that the the murder thing was over the top. Maybe yeah. he should have like put him in a cage or you know like something. Like, <laughs> murder. <laughs> <That's worse>. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's a co- it's just a crazy comedy movie. Of course, oh, they're God. gonna joke about killing children. Why not? Oh, um, so, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in a cave. <laughs> murder. Like they're trying to take, take it easy, Terry. They're trying to show that he's lost it. He never makes know? any move to actually go and then <sighs> stop or anything. He's just holding it there, like ah, you might kill <laughs> this kid. Like you know, it seems like a normal. I mean, it's that's the type of. I mean, it carries over to to 
Happy Gilmore carries yeah. over to. I mean, that's that's the template for those types of movies. I guess child murder. <laughs> All right. So shortly after that, um, the bow tie killer shows yep. up at their door Arrives. because he's been driving this whole time to meet Junior. Mm-hmm. And Junior's like super excited to see him, and he's like, "Hey, it's Uncle Marty!" And Florence immediately is like, "This is some family of his. We can kind of pawn him off on this family member." And this is where they, uh, oh god, they have dinner, and they're trying to yeah, talk Flo- to John. Florence, yeah, Florence is like, "I'm gonna have like we have to be really nice to this dude because yeah. like he can solve all of her problems." But John Ritter is still catatonic. They try to talk to. They're like, "What do you think about that, honey?" And he's like. <laughs> basically something yeah, yeah. like that and uh uncle marty the bow tie killer the whole time is like checking out florence and she goes off into the other room to get something and he follows her in there and like makes a move on her and Sexually i was like yeah, yeah and i was like what and the heck? she's and she's into it yeah exactly and then she's like how long has it been since you've been with a woman and then yeah. kisses him back and i was like right. what the fuck yeah, yeah. so they have crazy. sex on the kitchen floor they have it's sex. heavily implied. They have sex, and then he immediately kids, kidnaps, kidnaps her and the kid, yeah. and leaves catatonic John Ritter. Yep. Uh, demanding ransom. Yep. And John Ritter is excited about it. He's mm-hmm. totes mm-hmm. excited. Um, anyways, uh, what happens here? Blah, blah, blah. There, there's, a, there's a road yeah. trip. Uh, Florence gets put in a suitcase. Put in a suitcase. Oh, John was... Ritter does ruin his uh, dad's campaign by turning on the TV camera. Oh, really. yeah. Oh, yeah. You get yeah. to see an old man in American flag boxers moon. People. Yeah, yeah. I liked the, I mean, it's another horrible thing, but putting the wife in the suitcase was hilarious because it's just like, She's there's so no awful. way that she would She's ever fit in that suitcase. No, yeah, yeah, there's, no, there's obviously nobody in this <laughs> yeah, suitcase. Yeah, and he's just carrying around, and you you can just hear the voice over her of, of her being like, "Why are you gonna be honest? <laughs> And like he slams her into the like trunk, and it's like, <laughs> it's yeah, it becomes. I mean, it's a Looney Tunes. It's a cart. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a cartoon so it's a at cartoon. that point. So, anyways, uh, you know, John Ritter has a change of heart and like decides he's gonna go. Uh, try to get everyone back. And he follows right. him to a circus. There's lots of clown stuff in this movie for some reason. Yep. <laughs> um, follows, him, follows him to a circus and they do this whole exchange with the money even though I don't even know if there was ever money in there. No, I don't think, that I there, don't was think there was. Well, no, basically like John, like a weird like thematic thing with this movie is that John Ritter decides you know what I do need to be kind of a dick. Right. Like, And so he steals Roy's car <laughs> Oh, and he right. steals the super dad hat. And, yeah, he steals yeah. the super dad hat. Because he's like, he's like, I learned something from this kid. I've learned, like, I need, like, I can't let the world trample over me. Like, I need to take control and be kind of a cock about it. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, you know, the the junior gets away from the uh, from the bow tie killer. There's a crazy chase through the, through the circus. And um, they, you know, John Ritter gets him back and he calls him dad for the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And everything's cool and fine, and, like, the cops are arresting uh, the bowtie killer, but right as they're arresting him, I thought this was crazy, because I was not expecting this, it's like slow motion, like, the bowtie killer grabs one of the cops' guns, and, like, goes, you're never gonna get away, I don't know what he says. He fucking shoots John Ritter. He shoots John Ritter. Shoots John Ritter, yeah. In the heart. And I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And it's super crazy, like, slow motion, um... And then, it's horrible. The little kid's over the body saying, Dad! It's like a symbol. Daddy, like, please wake up! Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dad! You know, like, wake up! Don't leave me! But, but guess what? <laughs> what happens to The Tyler? heart of the movie stops the bullet. The and per- what's that? <laughs> he pulls out one of his dad's campaign badges, 
with a bullet hole in it. But yeah. then he pulls out a prune <laughs> with a bullet in it that was so hard it stopped the bullet. <laughs> uh, Hashtag prune so hard. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, so then That's there's cool. kind of a happy ending. We, there's one little thing just to, to add on to the ending here that we forgot. During the whole crazy chase that I kind of skipped over, there was like actually a kind of cool car chase scene. There is. Uh, where uh, somehow the the mom in the suitcase gets launched out of the mm-hmm. car, and they hit the brakes at one point, and she goes flying while she's still in the suitcase, flying off the car off of a bridge, and lands in another car that's got a pig in it or something. Pig nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, were those nuts? I was. They're I nuts. thought they were nuts. Yeah. yeah. They were pig nuts. And she goes driving off um, in this truck, and that's pretty much the end of. There's we we like, part of that chase scene has Junior driving the car basically right. while John Ritter's out the sunroof Shooting with a shotgun, shotgun. <laughs> yeah. at Michael Richards. Here's here's what so happens in this top. movie. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's why it's like ah, uh, like maybe the pillow murder scene isn't isn't <laughs> yeah. taken at face value. Still. There's a woman in a suitcase that he shot. Like, John Ritter shoots the trunk and like, she would be dead. Yeah. She would have died, like, a million times. But the movie ends on her, like, opening up the suitcase in this truck <laughs> and, like, seeing what I'm pretty sure were, like, pig nuts, but yeah. in the scene... Pig nuts and butt. Yeah. In her face. Well, it's, like, these huge, these huge nuts, but in the scene, it, like, makes a farting noise. Yep. So I think, like, if you're a kid, you'd just be like, "Oh, it's a huge butt." Yeah, but, like it was. It was. But a I did like that. Okay, you guys. That the kids' narration was like, "We all." It was basically I'm paraphrasing. Like, we all lived happily ever after, and nobody ever cared about what happened to Flo. Yeah, <laughs> and then you see that she's in the. Truck. I thought that was pretty insane. So. Um, but that was the end, and uh, to you know, hit into the end credits with that amazing number one hit single that everyone <laughs> remembers, "Problem Child" by the, the Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. Which, oof, this song was horrible. It was really bad. It's real bad. I looked up, I was like, I gotta see, like, Spoken about this word. song. And it's, so it's written and produced by Terry Melcher, who is the guy who, um, he's produced a lot of big songs, but for the, for the Beach Boys, he produced, produced Kokomo, which was, like, a huge hit for them. And you could hear that in this song. Like, oh. Kokomo was 1988, but, like, this is I want to see the Muppets of, version of Problem Child. Yeah. Do you have the lyrics? Well, I didn't. I didn't like. uh, Oh yeah, actually, I did put. (laughs) put Give us a little lyrics. Okay, so basically, the whole crux of the song is like this. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, yeah. And like the and like the so there's like that sample of kids doing that, and then like the whole chorus is just them going like na 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 na. And there's like these lyrics. I don't remember how the song goes, but here here's some lyrics. One lyric that I wrote down. It says, "You're just a kid now." But soon you'll be a king of hearts. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean, you guys? Did that actor grow up to be a developer on Kingdom Hearts? No, this is all... <laughs> I also thought they said Kingdom Hearts. And no. I was like, wait, is that a real phrase? I mean, I think that's what he said. Uh, no, no, it is, king, it is king of hearts. Fun fact, I looked up Terry Melcher. This is like a total aside. Yeah. But I was like, who is this dude? What else has he done? And it turns out he lived in the Manson house... Uh, right before Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate and like I guess when those murders happened at the time it was reported that because like because Manson actually auditioned for Terry Melcher and he turned him down and so I guess at the time it was reported that like the Manson family members were there like had been sent there to kill this dude 
All right. So, so that's crazy, uh, right? Yeah. No, no, no. That, that's that's insane. But I also feel like that that house might be haunted, right? Because yeah, like, obviously. Because like, because a like Sharon Tate, b Rome Polanski, yeah, uh, c Charles Manson, all horrible things. For him, it's this song. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, you know, we'll, we'll put this link up on our website too on Facebook, but you gotta watch the music video. It's terrible. Found this it on is YouTube. totally the same <laughs> yeah. as those other yeah, on the same yeah. That's what Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you guys are on the same page. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, hey, Just that's, as horrible. That's the end of the first film. This movie came out in 1990 and. Uh, bears, on, bears no reason for a sequel. Well, yeah, and and based on all the reviews, this was one of those films that like didn't screen for critics before it came yeah. out. And when it did come out, every critic hated it. Apparently, even in test screening, seventy percent of the people yeah. walked out of the theater. But it made a lot of money when it came out. Yeah, it was a surprise. <laughs> Kids loved it. Yeah, it, it uh, made like fifty three million or something, which at the time was a lot of money. Um, so that's why we have more moo moo. More movies. Yeah, I'm dubious of what's going to happen next. Do you want to talk about what the movie was based on and all that? Oh, I mean, yeah, I didn't really get a chance to like dig into all this, but apparently the the writers were on a podcast of Gilbert Godfrey's a couple years ago, and they said that the whole thing was based on this. LA Times article. Yeah. You, uh, did you read the article? I didn't read the whole thing, but I skimmed it, and it was about a family adopting, like, a really disturbed child, and it wasn't funny or cute. It was, like, a murder right, right. child. I mean, I yeah. honestly thought that the, 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 it was like, what if the omen was funny? Well, well and they said there, it was supposed to be a comic bad seed, is what they Right. They wanted it to be a dark comedy, and then they had almost done it as a horror movie, too, yeah. and then ended up with this family... Sure. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, um, but yeah, I mean, there was it's some pretty dark, like you said, with the murder. Some people were worried that uh, it was anti-adoption; it would scare people off from adopting. And I really don't think that that it's so ridiculous and over the top that it but, doesn't even. I mean, at the same time, it's such a popular movie, and it's it's the type of thing that like, kid, you know, teenagers or whatever kids could watch and be like, oh yeah, adopted kids are gross and stupid, mm-hmm. like. I don't think so because everyone it's loves of, the kid. In it's the no, it's a, it's a, no, it's, it's the, the type, type of movie, movie that, that does reinforce those stereotypes yeah, it, while it, it, while trying to fight them. Yeah, exactly. Because like, even though in the end of the movie the kid is like normal, kind of mm-hmm. throughout the whole film, like I feel like a lot of people that would watch it would like when they're when they're kids and there's bullies and all that stuff. They might agree with Lucy's point of view and be like, this kid, "I feel like this I kid is like weird." And the, he's the, a fucking the, the, loser. Like the main embodiment of that is like one of the main nuns has this really gnarly mole on her forehead, right? Yeah, and it's the type of thing where, like, yes, that's that's funny. Like, like I'm sure you had a mole like that, and you, you do that, but like, it's also like something that like it's there for comedy. It's there and it's accentuated, or sex accentuated, and it's going to make people feel self conscious about those things because it's ugly. And right. it's it's one of those things where that line has been more refined uh, in comedy uh, uh, later on. And mm. we'll say, I'm sure it's something that's variable that, that we might regress or go forward, but it seems something that seems really distasteful now. And I think that, that there's a lot of that in terms of, of how this movie operates. But at the end of the day, it's, it's meant to be this over-the-top Looney Tunes type story. 
Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just really unrealistic because even at that time, there was not, like, nun-led orphanages just, like, selling kids. and Like, you were, <laughs> even at that time, you you would foster a child before right. officially adopting them. So this whole uh, premise is pretty ridiculous, and I think yeah. most, most people would know it has, that. Like, it has, like, a Matilda, you know, type storybook. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I I enjoyed this movie. Um, I would I had zero expectations because I didn't know really anything yep. about it, and just the kind of like madcap energy and ridiculousness and like the crazy over the top scenes. Just like I enjoyed it because I was expecting it to be horrible, honestly. And I was like, some of the stuff is really funny, and I think a lot of it has to do with John Ritter. Like he's one of my favorites. Uh, I, I enjoyed it less than I think I enjoyed it when I was a kid, but it was also yeah. like a weird thing where like I didn't realize kind of the careers that came out afterwards of these people. Uh, and and so like the it leaned to Happy Gilmore and that I'm saying things makes so much fucking <laughs> sense. And like I wanna talk about that more in the next episode and as this goes along. I'm f I don't know if Duggan is the I'm not sure. I don't know if he directs the see. next one, but we will see. We'll find but out. uh I it was definitely I mean I definitely laughed. There was things where I was just like, that's actually hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It had good moments. Um, I think, yeah, the movie really is all on John Ritter. Like, yeah. And the kid a little bit, like, you know. But both of them had moments that were so weirdly directed that it just seemed out of character. But mm -hmm. overall, like, John, it's impossible to not just <laughs> love John Ritter. Yeah. Like, even when he, the weird scenes when he was catatonic, it was kind of like... I almost put that on the movie and the director and the script and not him. <laughs> like, oh, well, they made him do that. Like, that's a really lovable John Ritter. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, the next uh, film in the series is called Problem Childs. Is it really? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Problem Child 2. Sorry. There's no funny two T-O-O? No, just the number two. And quick round table. Tyler, what do you think is going to happen in the next movie? Uh, I, I mean, I've seen this movie as well, what? but I don't necessarily remember it. You've I, seen the sequel? Yes. Wow. I'm pretty sure I've seen it too. What? I don't uh, remember anything. Oh yeah, movie. you've seen all the Pepto-Bismol movies. I feel like... No, I don't, <laughs> I, that may not even be <laughs> in the movie. Uh, yeah, I feel like I might remember the second movie more than the first. Damn. Hey, uh, go ahead and say what you think, and then we'll go. Uh, well, based on nothing, I think it would be hilarious if they followed up on what happens with Flo, but... I'm guessing that she's just not. In I don't know if that happens. I have one word for you, and that word is Trixie. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> I do remember that there's a another. There's kid. a second there's a girl. child. There's oh, a girl. Okay. And right. I can't remember anything other than that. I want to say that it was sort of like a parent trap situation mm. where the girl interesting and the girl and a mom get together with the boy and a dad but i don't i don't that's yeah i hope uh, up, i, I hope that john ritter's back uh i would think that he isn't but i don't know no don't he's know gotta be there's no i guess it was a huge I, honestly success. i don't have i don't have a record i guess it was a huge success so he probably is back um that's what i hope because he's great so uh we yeah. should also say that john ritter and that horrible lady Fell in love in real life. That's during right. During this movie and got married. That's right. So she must not have been as horrible. I mean, as her she was. No, she was sure she wasn't she was horrible. good in the movie. Well, yeah. yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, the character was so awful. Like, you know. Anyways. <laughs> it's called acting. No, I know. <laughs> That's what she's like in real life. I know, but what a bitch! Bitch, bitch, bitch! It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, okay, well, let's wrap it up here. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for listening um 
If you like the podcast, please, please, uh, please, please <laughs> rate us on iTunes. Uh, write a little something. Write a blurb if you want. That would be great. But the ratings really help us get noticed on iTunes, and we need more of them. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Sequel Rights. Uh, at Sequel Rights. Stupid. Twitter at Sequel Rights. <laughs> follow us at Facebook.com slash Sequel Rights. I can't talk, you guys. It's Sequel Rights on Facebook. You're and in a catastrophic state. Don't worry. <laughs> also, you should email, <laughs> email us uh, your thoughts if in agreement or disagreement. Or if you have any good uh, problem child stories, you can email us at SequelRights at gmail.com. We'd love to hear them. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'd like to thank my brother, Jordan Camps, for the theme music to the podcast. And Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, other than that, uh, we'll see you guys next week for Problem Child 2. Dun, dun, dun. Uh.